joining me for a look at the equity scene is Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investments. Wayne, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, earnings season is in full swing. We've had big stock, um, tech stocks under the spotlight, numbers from Alphabet, numbers from Microsoft, as well as uh, Amazon. The Alphabet numbers did spark somewhat of a tech sell-off. Sell what have you made of those tech earnings, Wayne? Well, look, I mean, we all know the NASDAQ has come down quite dramatically this week. I mean, it's been falling 1% or 2% a day for a couple of days now. So when you look at the actual earnings, mm -hmm. the earnings were actually quite good in my view. I, I don't think there was a problem with an earnings. I mean, there was the one aspect that the market was disappointed in, but that's a very small part of their business. So the real problem is the market was expecting too much. In other words, mm -hmm. the share price, the rating of the share was too high. So the earnings themselves weren't bad at all, but they disappointed relative to very, very inflated expectations. And that's the problem with the very highly rated shares, is that even though there's nothing wrong with the earnings, people are expecting more than that. And that's, I think, what brought the share down. So it's really just a market valuation story, rather more so than an actual problem in the underlying earnings. I think that, that was a similar case um, with Meta. They delivered strong third, third quarter earnings, but the company's finance director, Susan Lee, warned analysts about the unpredictability in the Middle East. Just how closely should market participants um, be paying attention to the tensions brewing on that front? I mean, obviously, when something happens like this, it is always a risk. Now, the, the conflict as it stands now, I don't think is a long-term risk or even a, a real short-term risk for financial markets. But of course, the history in the Middle East is that this can escalate and involve other countries and, and other groupings. And that's the true danger of, of this. You know, but, you know, unfortunately... War seems to be a, a new thing happening mm. nowadays. We've had the, the Russia for the last year and a bit. And now this conflict in the Middle East. And of course, none of this is good for share markets. Well, it's not good for anything. We've also had some economic data come through. The U.S. economy still proving to be resilient. Yes. Growth on that end came in at 4.9% in the third quarter. I mean, on the surface, this looks... Um, good, right? Looks like good news. But the resilient U.S. economy could mean we're in for another interest rate hike, right? Correct. That's the true danger, is that the Federal Reserve Bank in America thinks they haven't done enough to slow down. Well, look, they don't want, they don't want to slow down the economy. They yes. want to slow down inflation. But unfortunately, the only way you do that is by slowing down the economy. And these high numbers, I know there were some maybe you can call it one-off situations and surprisingly enough some of the one-off situations were tours around the country by by pop stars apparently that caused <laughs> the gdp to be great i don't quite get that but besides that the point is interest rates in america and let's talk the 10-year bond which is the most important interest rate has gone from less than one percent to five percent so i am astonished that that massive increase in interest rates has not slowed down the economy because mm -hmm. we know there is debt in the system. You know, maybe we just, maybe the U.S. The US uh, consumer is shielded 
because most of their mortgage bonds are on fixed terms. In other words, you don't pay the new interest rate now until you until you got to renew your mortgage bond when your current fixed rate term ends. So in other words, if you were paying $2,000 a month on your bond on a fixed term, you go back to the bank and renegotiate now for a new contract, you're paying $6,000 a month. Surely that'll have an effect on the economy. So our view is still that there will be a recession next year, even though we don't think it'll be a deep recession. We still say there's going to be a recession, but um, better GDP numbers were expected. So the GDP Mm. number that came out was not uh, relative to expectations, was not that much of a shocker. I mean, certainly we expected a better number in this quarter. It was probably a bit better than what we than what we thought. But, yeah, we're still forecasting a recession next year for the U.S. Now, I want to talk about monetary policy, but over in Europe. Well, after 10 consecutive rate hikes, the ECB has decided to keep rates um, unchanged at, it, at its latest meeting. Now, in Europe, inflation has been slowing quite rapidly and growth on that end has been slowing with Germany also nearing a recession. Would you say we're starting to see the impact of that tighter monetary policy? Exactly correct. In other words, when interest rate goes down, when interest rates go up, economic growth and inflation slows down. So the U.S. seems to be the only one bucking this trend where Mm. interest rates have gone up, but the economy gets better. You know, so Europe... The classic cycle is happening. They've upped rates. They slowed it down. The inflation is falling. And hopefully in the not too distant future, they'll start cutting interest rates as inflation comes under, fully comes under control. Now, back at home, we've had Renogen um, update the market, warning of a wider interim loss. This update, of course, comes after the company faced some backlash on social media, um, being accused of having links with companies implicated in state capture and also um, the selling of shares by execs. What have you made of this update? And even though um, the company has somewhat um, tried to uh, uh, respond to these accusations, it doesn't seem like the JSE darling we've known it to be. Yeah, look, I think a couple of a couple of points. First of all, not Renogen specifically, but any exploration company where they haven't yet started essentially producing from their big asset is subject to wild share price movements, either up or down. These are extremely volatile companies. You know, once you've got a stable cash flow, your share price is not that volatile. So that's the first point. Second point is life today involves social media and people attacking you on social media. And you have got to, as a company and and as an individual, have the processes in place to counteract that that, that, uh, social media attack and convince the shareholders that, you know, this is not of substance. Mm. And so, I mean, it's very, very difficult because it's going to happen all the time. So you either ignore it or you have a process in place to convince people that, listen, this is the truth and this is what's happening. And, of course, you don't know whether it's going to work or not because, you know, sometimes people believe the wrong the wrong stuff. But it's a very, very difficult situation they find them in. So and then finally, the company actually reporting a wider loss, etc. It's quite normal for an exploration company, mm-hmm. eh? All right, let's get your stock pick before I let you go. 
going to go for clicks. They came out with their results this week. I mean, they got reasonably good turnover growth. They got margin expansion. I mean, the, the, the results were quite difficult to look at because it had all of the uh, vaccines in the base that they're comparing against. But their sort of, I suppose, consistent growth in turnover was quite good at over 12%. The wholesale distribution section had a relatively muted turnover growth, but a lot of that to do was to do with the introduction of a new system that uh, disrupted their operations for a while. I mean, this actually surprising enough happens quite often when companies introduce a new system. And they got volume growth, almost 1% volume growth, and they got margin enhancement. And the share's not overly expensive. So, you know, despite the fact that the share's gone up a little bit this week post the results announcement, I still quite like clicks. All right, thanks for that and thanks for your insights, Wayne. That was Wayne McCurry from F&B Wealth and Investments.